This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, boo? Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer, and today I am thrilled to be joined again by a good friend of mine And of course, you know her as a senior content manager at Betches, please welcome Taylor Jackson. Hi everyone, I'm so happy to be back. Um, who who am I replacing? Who couldn't you get on the show? You're not replacing anyone. Yeah, I was like a last minute thought. He's like, oh Taylor, can you do this tomorrow? Can you swing it? No, unlike last time you were on the show when you were like maybe like a third third. Choice? I was the third choice. What was I this time? You were the you were the first person I asked. I'm actually I really did not believe that in the slightest. I'm I'm now nervous. No, you were the first person I asked, but I was, so I was off yesterday because it was my birthday. Um, I had a, I had a very chill birthday, but so yesterday's episode with Carlos King, which you should listen to if you haven't yet, because it was very entertaining. We recorded that last week and I was like, okay, who do I want to talk to when I'm coming back from my day off? I know I'm going to be like, not in the mood to really like work that hard. Exactly. I was like. Taylor Jackson. Taylor Jackson, because I am fun, I am easy, and, and we're know, just besties. And I know you are a big Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fan. Of course. But before we get into that, it was your birthday yesterday, and I have a little something for you. Oh, Jesus Christ. For us, actually. What's happening right now? Okay. Just a little something to spunk up the episode. Are and we going to drink right now? It's 11 a.m. We're going to drink, but we're not going to drink what you think we're oh, going to drink. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We are going to get juiced up today on some. (laughs) Taylor just pulled out of her backpack two cans of Bang Energy. This one I'm holding is Blue Raz. And do you have a a rainbow unicorn? I know you didn't like this one. So yes, but I'm going to do rainbow unicorn. I've never had this, guys. But a a little running bit between Dylan and I is Bang Energy. Bang Energy. He sent me a, listen guys, he sent me a photo two days ago of a fridge full of it in like a CVS or something. And he said, should I buy this for the podcast on Thursday? And and we could like get crazy. I'm like, yes. And I said, I hope you're being serious, but I had an inkling that you weren't and it was your birthday. So I stopped by the store this AM and got us some bang energy. Best gift I've ever gotten. Wait, I'm going to do a little ASMR with the can. Okay. And now. Wow. And now ready a cheers. (laughs) Cheers, babe. And look, he's guys, he's got like an XL cold brew next to him, too. You're going to be bouncing off the damn walls. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you I better, have to take I'm going to have to go home after this because I'm going to be like chained to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> you know who wouldn't, you know who wouldn't drink a bang energy right now? Who? Diana Jenkins. Diana Jenkins doesn't even like, know what bang she'd energy like, is. <laughs> she'd be like, actually, my lifestyle doesn't really require energy. I just sit at home and wait for people to bring clothes to <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> She's like, I've never been into a CVS I've, before. I've never been in a position where I felt myself needing energy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she ever has been in that position. I Okay, so Beverly Hills, we're a few episodes in. 
I'm an, I'm loving having it back. It just feels, Me too. It feels, feels right. correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what are your what are your feelings about this season so far so before far. we get into this episode? Okay, so we're on we're on episode three. Um first episode made me ball my eyes out, as I'm sure it did everybody. Oh my God, I, I watched it in the office. How? Cause I because I was like, I had this greener and I watched it like a couple days before it aired, and I was just like doing it at work because I like something, you know, it's my job. Um <laughs> And I literally am sitting at my desk, like fully just like crying. eyes welling up. I'm like <laughs> crying. Um, other than like, I think everyone is here for this season. I think everyone is. Mm, I don't know. So I feel some people are trying to be involved. <clears throat> Lisa Renna trying to be way too involved. You okay. know, um, I feel Sutton is right. She started out as, you know, not the villain. Because I think a lot of people are Team Sutton, as I I have my feelings of I like I like her, and then some things I, I don't like like about her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like everyone came ready to fucking go. Yeah, I agree. I think with Sutton, her the position she's in, it's not so much that she's a villain, no. but that she is never going to she's never going to not say what comes to her mind absolutely and ever because we see in this episode this is like a major topic of conversation that it's like the stuff that comes to her mind and therefore the stuff that she says a lot of the time is a little bit off and i think that is what makes it so that's what makes her at least for me her so fun to watch yes on this show because <laughs> sometimes the other women just don't quite know what to do with her mm-hmm. And I don't think it's that she's a villain. I think it's that she's like a little, just ever, it's just a little bit off, a little bit off putting, yep. a little bit uncomfortable, yep. a little bit clumsy, as clumsy. Diana said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's going to say whatever she wants, wherever she wants, whatever the situation is. And you're right. These ladies obviously don't know how to handle it. Right. Erica now is just, you know, she's just trying to, I think she's trying to do like, um, just get everyone else against like Sutton yeah. as you saw last night she was like see yep slander da, da, da. you know what I mean all that stuff and then Kyle didn't know really how to handle Sutton Erica is in a really tough spot you know she is having to wear things for the second time oh my god we see her packing for this trip to La Quinta which first of all I like that <laughs> I like that we've established Kyle's La Quinta house as kind of like the Berkshires of yes Beverly Hills like it's a good spot I like that half the group stays at the house and half the group has to go to the hotel yeah that's kind of like a fun um atmosphere but like <laughs> seeing Erica packing having three people help her pack for this trip and they're like they're like well you wore this Burberry moment to Christina Aguilera in Vegas three years ago but I guess we could break it out again and she's like uh I don't know she's like, I think it's gonna be called at night it's like, girl, why? First of all, how long are they going to, how long are they going to be there? Can't be more than three days. It's, and it's not even a vacation. No, it's, I, I mean, any housewives trip is at its core, a work trip. Yes. But like, they're never going anywhere for more than like four days on these shows. So it's, it, it is always funny to me, the ordeal that goes into packing to yeah. like stay at Kyle's house, house for three days with one, with one event that is just like a store opening where everybody's wearing caftans. You literally go to the store and walk around the store and say, oh my God, it's beautiful in here, Kyle. Congratulations. And, and then go home. Erica didn't even have to, like, she's poor, so she didn't even have to bring her credit card. <laughs> she's poor. 
four. <laughs> she tells us she she's like, it's grim right now, ladies. Yeah. It's grim. It's, and her face is like this. She's like, it's grim right now, ladies. But yeah, she's in a in a different position than usual because she can't she's like, normally I would sell all this designer shit and just get new designer shit, but now because of the bankruptcy, I'm not allowed to sell anything. So I guess I have to wear some stuff more than once. It's like this you're thing- really not I think she she thinks that she's being like funny and kind of like more relatable in but a way. She, and yes, I'm like, I feel like she's acting as if this, the past season and the past like year and a half of her life is over and didn't happen. Yeah. And Sutton said the same thing. She's like, she's asking, she's acting like there is no like lawsuit. There's no legal shit going on, but there is. Right. And she, it almost feels, I, I know we, it feels like we throw around the term gaslighting too much, but yeah. I don't know how else to describe how, she is acting like all of these questions that people have had about her for the last two years have been resolved and are totally in the past, which I am not aware of that when that happened. Clearly some of the women don't seem to be aware of that either, but she's like, she's like, see now if you're still saying that I'm a liar, it's a hundred percent just you being like a vengeful bitch because I've been fully exonerated. And it's like, just because you say it doesn't, Make it true. Exactly. And I think with Sutton, which this is why I think Erica is so, like, so hard, like, you know, so mean to her, like, is because Sutton's not afraid of her. And I think Erica thinks that everybody's afraid of her. Lisa Renna has to be a little bit afraid of Erica because the way she acts around her. I think all of them are very, like, stepping on eggshell, like, like, yeah, stepping on eggshells. And Sutton's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, Lisa Renna is an interesting one. I think... To me, it seems like because she's in that sort of core group, like the Fox Force Five or whatever, like as long as she stays good with the women in that little clique, then she's pretty secure on the show. Like if she still has Dorit and Erica and Kyle kind of on her team, then she's probably not really going to get called out for anything. Yeah. But like, so yeah, I think because it's like, Garcelle doesn't need Lisa Rinna. Sutton no. doesn't need Lisa Rinna. No. Crystal doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Diana, who knows? But like. She doesn't even know. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I definitely don't think Lisa Rinna would want to make more enemies on the show. Cause then I think she would, things would get tougher for her. And right now I think she kind of is able to just like skate by. A yeah. Little bit. And then come in with like the stupid drama about the table at the gala yeah. and all of that stuff. And like kind of create a storyline, but not even. Yeah. And even like this on this week's episode, when they're having that talk at Kyle's house in the Quinta, like Rinna is sort of being like a good friend to, to Dorit. Like she's like, um, she says they're like getting away from the issue and what really matters is how Dorit's feeling and all of that. Like, and I'm like, wait, like, do you like, do you care about her feelings? (laughs) Like that's surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, she maybe does in this moment for, because you know. Yeah. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So going back a little bit, at the beginning of the episode, Crystal has the women over to her house, Mm -hmm. minus Sutton, who's in Austin working on her cashmere hey. line, apparently. Yeah, faux pas. Um, <laughs> but Kyle, of course, uh, brings to the table um, what Sutton had said about her the last couple episodes. Mm-hmm. And Dorit had left this voicemail for Kyle where it sounded like she was having a panic attack. And yeah. they're like, like, yeah, so like, Dorit's really not good. So we need to talk about this thing with Sutton. And it really feels like I think everybody could agree Sutton's reaction was a little off. What she said was a little insensitive, but it really feels like Kyle is trying to make something happen. Story as she always does. I feel like Kyle is the one to start to stir the pot. And this felt like to me, like you're at the eighth grade, your typical lunch table and the one girl isn't there. She's absent for the day. So mm-hmm. then all the other girls come around and be like, did you hear what so-and-so said? And the, like about you and like points to the girl she's talking about and creates this, this drama and Garcelle. I'm, I love her. Yeah. And she was like, I don't think we, I think we should talk about this, but when Sutton is here. Yeah. And the thing with what, with what Kyle's doing with this Sutton thing it's first of all, last episode, she already filled in Dorit on what Sutton said. Uh-huh. And to me, that was that made a little more sense because it was directly about her. For sure. And it's like Dorit's in a fragile state. If Sutton's not going to be that empathetic, it makes sense that Kyle would be kind of like looking out for Dorit's feelings. Mm-hmm. But to me, it's like, OK, so like you told Dorit. And then there's no real reason you need to bring it up with Diana and Erica and Lisa and everyone when Sutton's not even there because all of a sudden it becomes this thing where everybody in the group is talking about how Sutton is like this clumsy, insensitive, can't be empathetic. Erica's like filing it away under her (laughs) file of like, see, there's a common thread. And yeah, it does feel like one of those things where it's like, I don't know, like, it doesn't, that doesn't make it feel like Kyle's actual intention is to, like, clear things up and make Dorit feel okay and all of that. Because it's like, then just get, what she what she should be doing is getting Sutton, Dorit, and her in a space where they can talk together. Exactly. Because <clears throat> now you have too many cooks in the kitchen. Right. With too many opinions about Sutton already. Yeah. And it's like having someone look at you and, like, like, like. They didn't need to know that. They didn't. It wasn't necessary. Yeah. The one thing, though, it was it, I did like seeing that 
because Crystal then had that information, she was able to yes. bring it up with Sutton when they got to the hotel in La Quinta. Yeah. And Sutton, I think it's kind of wild considering where they were at a year ago with each other. It feels like Sutton feels really comfortable with Crystal and I like love being it. open with her. And like, yeah. it fe- it seems like they actually have sort of like done the hard work of mm-hmm. working out their issues in like a real way. And yeah. it doesn't feel because like sometimes on housewives, when people have a disagreement and then they decide to make up that they're going to be friends again, it's like, I still feel like five seconds from now you could be yelling at each other. Of if course. like somebody said the wrong thing. Whereas with Crystal and Sutton, like it does feel to me like there's been some genuine work done I was going to say very genuine and watching them together they seem like they're hanging out without the cameras there or they're calling each other catching up with each other like without the cameras without the show like for instance on I think uh, last week's episode when Sutton and Lisa you know hug and make up at the dinner and Kyle's like oh my gosh I was like I hated that so much like obviously that wasn't genuine Mm -hmm. obviously like you know what I you know what I'm saying right because I mean the whole Elton John gala thing (laughs) is weird because it's like that's one of those things where it feels like there, there is an answer out there about exactly what happened. And there was, I mean, she had the, the receipt, right. but then it's like, okay. So then if Lisa got some email that said something different, she could find that and show that. So it feels like one of those things where like, it's not re it doesn't need to be this, like he said, she said thing. And yeah. so, I think Rinna at that point kind of realized it was like a losing battle and like made up with Sutton, but it's like, yep. it doesn't actually feel like they really are friends loving each other. No, right they're, they're definitely not. I don't think so. Now Lisa. <laughs> now Lisa. No, it's like they should. Now Lisa. Sutton's faces are amazing. Yeah. Like when like Diane, well, I'm sure we'll get to that once calls her clumsy right to her face. Yeah. She's looking, um, Sutton's like this. Did you die when um, when Diana didn't know what an outlet store was? There, like, can we unpack her entire being, her entire self? <laughs> sure, she, we can we can attempt to. She she is it's it's intriguing to watch her. Yeah, because it's almost like she doesn't even know how to act as a real human being, mm-hmm. or doesn't have to act like a real human being. For instance, when they get to. She's she's staying in the hotel in Palm Springs. So she got the, and yeah. she gets there and she's like, "Oh, I have my stylist, my makeup artist. They all get there before me to make sure everything's good and how I like it." Right. She's like, "The sheets have to be right. The clothes have to be steamed. And the pillows have to be correct." It's like she's like, "I want to feel like I'm at home wherever I am." And it's like, "But you're at a, you're not. You're, you're not." And how about when the makeup artist was like. And she she doesn't like her back to windows, so we need to move the we move, move need to move the chairs accordingly. Da da da. I'm like, for this is a weekend trip, what three four day trip? I'm not even sure. I'm me personally. <laughs> I'm going to Spain by myself in a month and have I don't even have hotels booked. Okay, they're like they're acting like the president is coming to stay at this house. They're like, we have to secure all the the entryways. The perimeter has to be laid out. Yes. Like, what? They're like checking for bugs. Like like. <laughs> Right. <laughs> cutting a hole in the mattress yeah. to make sure there's not like Cameras. something in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it is. She, she does seem like somebody who has a very, like everything about her is so much. And because we're just meeting her, it's hard to really get a sense of whether this is like 
truly how she is yeah all the time yeah or if it's kind of like if she's doing a little bit of like a performance art thing of like this is who she's gonna I'm be on the show so rich she's giving me kathy hilton without the personality yeah no i literally i was just thinking about kathy and like because i think last season everybody was like oh kathy hilton is so quirky and fun and yeah. like kooky and out there and like it definitely feels like to a certain extent she's kind of like playing that up for the show. Like that's kind of her definitely her, her character stick. on the yeah. show. And I think we we haven't seen enough of Diana yet to know, to get a vibe of whether this is like truly just how she is. Because if that's the case, I think I like her a little more. Yeah. But like if it starts to feel like she's kind of like if she's pretending to not know what an outlet store is because she thinks it'll make contribute to this like mysterious rich woman persona, that's annoying. But I think she might be for real. She might be for real. I don't know. I need to see her more like in action a little bit longer. But I just feel like, yeah, she's very out of touch with reality. But it's almost she's always making it too obvious that obvious that she's out of touch with reality. Whereas like Kathy Hilton would do things. You'd be like, OK, she's so rich and like she's just kind of out out of touch Mm -hmm. and like she was kind of quirky but like right now it's giving me like bragging it's giving me oh i was there when like kim got robbed like okay why did you even add that to the conversation yeah it's a little bit like i think there are similarities with kathy but then in terms of like the money aspect of it it's kind of the opposite because she said in the last at Harry's birthday in the last episode, she was like, Oh, it's the nouveau riche. Like when you're, when you pour and you become so rich so fast, like you buy all the Cartier rings and like Kathy is very, has like a very old money vibe yes, to her yes, where it's yes, like, yes. where it's like, Oh yeah. Like, of course we're do, of course we're on the jet to this place and blah, 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 blah. But uh-huh. like, it's not, it do, it's, it's not like a thing. It's yeah. just like, that's the lifestyle. Whereas with Diana, it's like, yeah, like of I, the desi- the designer sent me the clothes because I don't want to shop, and it's like, wait, what? Yeah, it's it's like, excuse me, but she's also I've noticed, like I was noting from um, last night's episode, like how the women act around her, and they are like, I feel like Erica is trying to be buddy buddy with her and trying to almost impress her with like, I don't I don't know yet what. Oh, Erica, Erica is like. She like has a boner for Diana. She Jenkins. literally does. She's, I mean, we saw last episode. She's like, Erica Jenkins doesn't have the same ring to it, but the buddy would be nice. And then <laughs> this time she's like, she's like, oh, bitch. Like you have to buy, like she's telling Diana to buy the Cartier ring in like a different but, color. And it's like, because she can't you? afford it. I don't and know. She's like, weird. She's like, maybe in the future right now, bitch, I can't afford it. And it's like, why things are grim is what she said. Like, it's weird to me how like fun she thinks it's like fun that Diana has money. And I'm like, why do you care? Well, why do you think she cares? Cause she's broke. <laughs> she's like, she's like, wait, she's like, I was told Diana was paying for crystal stuff at this party. Is there any way I can hop in on that? <laughs> can we do a split C's crystal? Can, can you write me a check? <laughs> I think that's next. I think she, I don't know. And then it seems like everyone kind of feels intimidated by her. I haven't seen her in Sutton really react in until the confrontation, Mm -hmm. but I feel like Kyle's trying to impress her. I feel like they're all kind of like, I don't know. It feels like the new girl in town. That's like the super rich, cool girl, but I don't get that. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Imagine if we got a scene that was like Erica going to Diana's (laughs) house to ask her for money. That would be Bravo producers. I beg. I don't care if you have to stage it. I don't care if you have to have stunt stunt doubles. Please. (laughs) They're they're gonna like they're gonna like dub over whatever Erica actually said and be like, 
I, they can have, I'll go and I'll do the voiceover. <laughs> Diana, can you please write me a check? <laughs> and it's like almost so robotic and her lips aren't even like match up at all. <laughs> and he's just like, it's like, then it's like a cuts to Diana, just like her face. And she's like, <laughs> maybe, maybe Erica should work on getting Sutton's trust back because we know Sutton could write a check too. Uh, oh, when she was reading the receipt, and she was like, I thought she was going to she was going to reveal her Amex car, baby. And I was ready to write that shit down. I was I was living for her putting on the readers and being like, I'm 50. Like, OK, so you're confirmed for two tickets, eleven thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> charge the Amex. There we go. Like, that is like I fucking love that. <laughs> you guys know I you know, I met Sutton um, last summer in August. I was me and my bestie Molly were sitting drink getting drunk in uh, at this place called Pink Taco in L.A. And um, and it's like you would never expect Sutton to be there. Let me just tell you that you would expect me to be there for sure. <laughs> but we're sitting at the bar and I'm like, I, I take a double take. Sutton is standing right there. I'm like, oh, I kind of wave like this. And she goes, she gives me this cute little wave. Um, and then I go, I. I go like this. I tell her to come over. And she comes over, talks to us for about 15 minutes. She was a little like drunk off margaritas. I mean, I, I was obsessed with her at that point. She was with her gay assistant, Josh. Yes, she was with Josh. Uh, Josh from Louisiana on Instagram. We follow each other, I believe. I love Josh. Yeah, he's amazing. And they were, and she was like, oh, and actually I was like in the real time. I think they might've been filming. She's like, I'm going to move out of my house today. I'm moving out of Kyle's house into uh, the new house. Yeah. And she was wearing this like jean short, like white shirt. And then the belt must have been about, I don't know, fucking $10,000. It was like Dolce and & Gabbana couture like, belt. I'm like, you look so cute. She's like, oh my God. I'm like, this is just like, this is nothing. <laughs> I'm like, babe, your fucking bag could pay for my, it's, it's my salary. Literally the Birkin you're holding right now. And then I was watching the episode of when she was moving out of Kyle's and she was in the same outfit. I was like, it really is. It's wild when you feel like, oh, I was like, Right there. I was like there. I was like drinking Margs with Sun. I I love that story. And of course I was getting like live texts oh, during okay. that day. <laughs> live fucking text. I'm like, what do you want me to ask? Anything? Anything, Dill? No, you because I you actually I remember you texted me and you were like, She's with a guy. Like, who do you think it is? And I was like, Well, is it her son? I sent you a picture of her son. You were like, No, 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 no. And I was like, Is it this guy? And you were like, Yes. Hundred <laughs> percent. They're like actually BFFs. They hang out all the time. They do she has like a karaoke room in her in her new house and they do karaoke. That's kind of a goal. Should okay, I think we could get to the karaoke room, you and I. Okay. You know Josh. You kind Sutton of, yeah. sent you a cake and I saw it in the fridge still and I so, okay. Should I try? Can I try? Can I try? I don't know if there's any left, but also it's been in the fridge for a week at this point. But it's so. a cake. I mean, come on. Do I care about my body? I'm drinking a bang energy right now. I don't know if there's any cake left. People were kind of picking at it the other day. Well, I'm going to be pissed if it's not there. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, 
Upload your receipt and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Okay, well, what did you think about Kyle's new store? Um, eh, the logo could be changed. I don't understand why it says Kyle, Kyle in one font and then it says Kyle and, and Shahida right below in another font. I'm like, Kyle, I know that you're like the famous one here, but it's like... It's kind of rude. Why is your name on the store twice? Why don't they call it KS or like KNS? And I don't know. Is, is the store called Kyle? What's the store called? Right, because it's like Kyle and Shahida are both people's names. Yes. Like Shahida is the other woman. And the, so it's like the line I think is called like Kyle and Shahida. But it's like that's a, a mouthful. It's a mouthful. And, and then it's like is the store the same as the clothing line or could Kyle theoretically like is it Kyle's store and she could start selling like other shit there? Wait, is well, is she designing the clothes? <laughs> Or she has a, a people doing that. I feel like she is like saying, overseeing it. I feel like she's like saying yes and no to things. Okay, she's doing um, she's doing the version of designing that she somebody like her would do. Okay, um, my back to the 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 name of the store. The logo is if she needs she needs a graphic designer. It's all over the place. I know it's just simple words, but it's just not aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. I think there could be something so. If there's any graphic designers in the LA area, reach out to Kyle. I'm sure she'd be happy to hire you. I was really laughing at the it, back at Crystal's house at the beginning of the episode when Kyle is like setting the scene for the fact that they're opening another uh, store, and Rena just goes, "Another store." <laughs> I know, and she's like this. <laughs> it is just so funny because obviously we all saw the Kyle by Aileen too. Yep journey but then also Rinna had a store back in the day before she was even on the show Belle Gray um, well I didn't even know that because it's Delilah Bell oh. and Amelia Gray oh Belle Gray yeah it closed though Tragically. it seems like all of them I, th- I feel like Sutton's slaying the re- retail retail game yeah it's hard to know because I feel like w- the thing about Sutton's like the position Sutton is in is that she's rich enough that she, the, the store it's not going to go under Right, like it doesn't need to be lucrative. It's just like her project. Yeah, she's like a fun little hobby of hers. I like like to have something of my own. (laughs) That's not like a minor league baseball team. (laughs) Or like a basketball team. Um, (laughs) But yeah, we, so they go back from, they go back from the event to Kyle's house and she's like, Gustavo! (laughs) Like she's like restaurant owners there, like making a full meal. I'm like, I, that's what I want when I get home and I'm drunk and Me I'm like, hey, oh out. my God. Instead of ordering like $34 DoorDash of McDonald's that I, 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 I'm not even awake for when it's delivered, I just get home and be like, I want the nachos. I want the pizza. 
Yeah, and it's like legit food. It's like good food. I could tell also, I think things escalated quickly because they were drunk. They were drinking a lot at the um, yeah. the opening and then they were getting home and, and drinking and everyone drinking something different. So that's why I think emotions were running high when like Crystal started to cry. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I felt a very like sitting end of the night with the girls all drunk. Someone says one thing and then it's like, but this is how I feel. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think, so at Kyle's event, Dorit and Sutton had had a moment and Sutton apologized and sort of explained herself a little bit and they sort of moved on. Mm -hmm. It felt a little bit. A little bit. I think it's going to take some time. Clearly, I think it was a good starting point. I think Dorit was kind of like, thank you for saying that. Okay. But then when they got back to the house, it's unclear whether maybe Garcelle, because Garcelle is the one that kind of brings it up again with the group and I feel like maybe Garcelle didn't know or wasn't told that Sutton and Dorit had had that moment Yes, at the store Agreed. because watching it, it felt a little bit like we maybe don't actually need to have this conversation now because, yeah. because Sutton and Dorit already talked. But I think from Garcelle, I think Garcelle was trying to do the right thing by being like, Kyle brought this up before when you weren't here. So now that we're all together, it feels like we need to readdress it. Yep. And because she's not the one to usually do that. But I like I, I agree with you. I don't think she knew that Dorit and um, Sutton had had their moment. Right. And so I think the problem, though, is that it's like Sutton and Kyle and Dorit had kind of all talked about it enough that it didn't need to be like a thing again. Yeah. But then when Garcelle brings it up, all of a sudden you have Erica and Rina and Diana and Crystal who all also have feelings about this Mm -hmm. and like this is when diana volunteers that she (laughs) having just met sutton like a week ago what she thinks is happening is that sutton is clumsy with her words which i think is actually a pretty good observation about Uh, sutton but the way she says it you would think that sutton was wasn't there not there i was uh, when they were showing like the preview clips of it i was like they have to be like separated like yeah. They can't, all of them can't be together. Like it has to be like an Erica, Rena, Diane thing and like the the rest yeah. of them. But they, she was sitting right there. You and I, as close as we right. are. She says it while Sutton's sitting right there and Erica chimes in. She's like, bingo, <laughs> right on the money. Sutton fucking sucks. Like that kind of thing. And it's like, Preach, yeah. it's like, okay, this is not like the productive environment to have this conversation no. because immediately, obviously Sutton is feeling like she's kind of pushed up against a wall. She is. And like we were saying about Sutton and Crystal's like thing mm. with each other this season, Crystal kind of sticks up for her and is yeah. like, well, like, you know, she was talking about her feelings. And I think that that is, you know, that's valid because that's why she, you know, she, maybe the, the thing she said was insensitive, mm-hmm. but when she's explaining her thought process and why that came out of her mouth, you don't get to be like there, you weren't empathetic if she says that she was. exactly. And I don't know. I mean, I do, I get the comparison that Crystal's making, but also it, uh, when we yeah. went back to talking about violated again, I'm like, can we stop? How? We got we to gotta drop that. But what I was more mad about... I Okay, so Crystal make, bringing that up, fine comparison, I guess. And it does go to show that she and Sutton were able to move past that. Yes. But the fact that Kyle, like, Crystal, like, throws the bone out there. And Kyle picks it up and is immediately like, 
And I thought violated was too strong of a word. And it was, you were being too dramatic. And it's like, Kyle, we did this a fucking year ago. Let's drop it. This is not even what it's about. Right. And Sutton. Crystal was literally just sticking up for Sutton. Right. And like the violated thing in the first place was something that Crystal said about Sutton and didn't feel supported in the group. And now when she's bringing it up again, she's not trying to make it an issue. She's saying like Sutton is good. Sutton is is like, yeah, I understand. And Kyle is still like, no, I thought it was too strong. Personally, I disagreed with it. And, and Kyle's the one in every episode. Like this, it's not about you, Sutton. It's about Dorit. It's not about. Right. So why? Okay, so why are we? Why are you bringing that back up from a year ago? It's not about that. Essentially. Right. Like even if you don't, even if Kyle doesn't think it's a fair comparison, which fine. I it I just don't get why she still feel, seems so hyped up Adamant. about what happened a year ago when it didn't even involve her then. I know. I know. It's not about you, Kyle. How about that? <laughs> Goodbye, Kyle. Not about you. See your way out of the combo. It's not about you. <laughs> Who said, oh, it was Gina. Oh, um, Gina. It's not all about you, Bronwyn. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there we go. There, there it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, this conversation. It, it, it's all over the place. It's It feels like we're going back in circles. And like, I know Crystal, like, I, I feel for it. Like, she was just trying to express how she felt and mm-hmm. how, like, you know, she was trying to be like, listen, I know Sutton said this and Sutton and I had our past, but look where we are now. And I didn't feel so like how everyone's making Dorit feel like, obviously, because it's a very yeah. emotional, like traumatizing thing. But she's like, I didn't get that feeling. And I know mm-hmm. it's not, I know you, and what Garcelle says, you can't compare the two situations, but you can't tell someone else how to feel. Right. You can, like, you can, uh, you can acknowledge that the scenarios are different, like severity. Yes. But still talk about, the idea of supporting other people's feelings within the same friend validating group. them. Exactly. And I think, and I think that Crystal kind of like says that people don't give a shit about her feelings basically. And Dorit really gets like riled up about that. Yeah. And she's like, it's not true. Like, how could you say that? Like, yeah. And I think it's one of those things where like, I think the women in the group, I think most of them like Crystal. I, agree. I think they want to be friends with Crystal, mm-hmm. but I think, Crystal is kind of challenging them to actually like show up for her. Be a friend. Right. That it's like, she's not saying these women hate her. Yeah. She's not saying that they're like horrible people. Yeah. She's explaining that she hasn't felt like her feelings are validated validated and like heard. Yeah. And I think it's, it's sort of telling that most of the women in the group can't really like comprehend that or aren't sort of willing to like shut up for a second and like think through that because it's like all they hear is like you're telling me I'm a terrible person and you hate me yep exactly everyone wants to talk all the time (laughs) whatever it may be yeah everyone is like I feel that way I feel that way about Kyle I feel that way about Rena when sometimes you don't need to say anything. Erica's ready to jump in at a moment's notice and make it about Sutton again. <laughs> oh, anything. Like, it could be about she's anything. Like, she's like, because Sutton's like, I think it's important that you, like, respect how you treat people or people's feelings. Yeah. And the way that Erica immediately is like, so do you respect how you treated me last year? Because you treated me like shit, you fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> Or when she's, like, at the dinner table two episodes, and she's like, you gonna say sorry to me? And Sutton's like, no, fuck you. I yeah, it feels like Sutton at this point is pretty content to just like not fuck with Erica. Yeah, she's like, but Erica keeps bringing it up. Chihuahua. I, th- that's yeah. what that's what Erica is a chihuahua, and Sutton's like, that's get 
I think because it feels like Erica thinks when she does that, she's really like bringing the heat and like sort of putting the pressure back on Sutton. But I think Sutton doesn't give a fuck. Sutton's not, Sutton's not trying to win Erica's friendship back. She's not trying to, she's not trying, she's not really trying to like make more friends in the group. Like I think Sutton sort of surprisingly, given the fact that she's still one of the newer people in the cast, like Sutton's position is pretty secure. I think so too. And she's not out here being like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Please just like me. Please just like me. Like she's not going to do that. And so it's a little, it's starting to feel a little bit like, thirsty that Erica keeps kind of trying to have these moments with her because it's like Sutton doesn't want to have a moment with you. She wants to like forget you exist. Exactly. And listen, Erica Sutton's out here paying $11,000 for a table. (laughs) She doesn't give a fuck about your friendship. All right. Mm -hmm. She's got the Amex. She's got her store. She's got it all figured out. And I do agree with you. I think she's the realest and I like the realest one, but she is, I think the realest one in the cast. Garcelle included. Yeah, I think she's the realist just in the sense that she is not putting on any kind of she's not overthinking. And like sometimes because she is more real, it isn't that flattering of her. Like the exactly. stuff she's, I think the stuff she said about Dari and the held at gunpoint thing earlier in the season, like it was it wasn't that's good, the but. yeah, that's the the downside of being kind of unfiltered yeah. and real. And I like that Sutton is kind of willing to show us the good and the bad of that. Me too. And she's not holding on to the Like if she was like insecure about her spot on the show, she would probably hold on to that Erica storyline this season too. But as like, she's Erica's holding on to that storyline, trying to make like trying to light the fire. And Sutton's like, I don't need that anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah. Erica's in a really interesting position because it's like, she clearly doesn't want to engage with, the stuff that's actually going on. Yeah. Like she mentions the bankruptcy and that she can't sell her clothes. And she talks about how she can't afford the Cartier ring, but she's not willing to acknowledge the fact that there are still lawsuits and all of this stuff. Like she is only going to, she's only portraying this narrative that she, her name has been cleared and she's basically like in the clear, this like victim that just needs to like be rich again. But like, and it's honestly, it's coming off a little desperate. Yeah, but she's, like, she's kind of like run out of, it's like, what else are what else are you bringing to the show? And when she was on Watch What Happens Live last week with Christine Quinn, that episode was like, it felt like she was trying to be like a comedian and she kept like cracking these jokes or like whatever. And she, and it just like falls so flat because I think she thinks she's really funny and she's not. She's not. But there was a moment in, um, in this episode at the store when Kyle's giving her little speech and she like, she's like, yeah, like I, like it, everyone's so busy and we all have so many balls in the air. And she's like, she's like, ladies, like don't make the pun. And, and Erica's like, not enough balls in the air. And it's Shut like, the fuck it's up. like, first of all, like nobody needed to make that joke, but also like, she thinks that that is like, she thinks that that's like her being her kind shtick, of like yeah. off color and hilarious. And it's like, no, it's like, that's just kind of like, you're looking desperate. Here you are. Like yeah. she, the first episode of the season, she's like, I've been having a lot of sex. I'm like, okay, great. Cool. Yeah. Congrats. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I feel like Erica is one of those people where it's like, I think she, ha- she can be a really good housewife. And like, there've been a lot of like 
good moments that she's had, like entertaining, watchable moments that she's had on the show. But I just feel like this season, it's like, feels like she is really kind of like looking for that like spark again. And I just don't know that it's there. I think she's looking for it within Diane. Diana. Diana. Sorry. Diana. (laughs) There's an A. Yeah. I don't know. know, Maybe she can get with Diana's son. Yeah. (laughs) Ennis. 22. Mm-hmm. Not much different than her fiance. Remember, this is my favorite line from Sutton. She's like, his his name's Asher. She's like, um, it should be Dasher. He's <laughs> so handsome. She's so handsome. It should be Dasher. <gasps> what about that plot twist? Sutton and Asher. Oh, <gasps> oh my God. No, Diana would destroy her. <laughs> and then, like, she'd be gone. Like a heat seeking <laughs> missile would be on Sutton's house. Can't do that. We can't do that. Sorry. Okay. Bad <laughs> idea. Bad idea. Let's stick with the let's stick with the plot that we're adding that um Erica goes to her house and asks for money. Okay, yeah. I kind of like that. Bravo uh producers, if you're listening, get that get that on the books for later this season. Please. I'm telling you, ratings will skyrocket. How do you think the ratings are doing for this season? Good? I mean, fine, yeah. I well, think I don't know. Mm. Me. I think they're doing I think they yeah, they got good I saw like the first episode got good ratings. Yeah. Well, Very after exciting. last season, after last season, I think it'll do fine. Very exciting. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for joining. Of course, Dylan. Thank you so much. I'm like very like so shocked that I wasn't a replacement. I wasn't an afterthought. I was the real deal this time. And this bang energy I'm not getting has got me buzzing right now. <laughs> okay. I have cold brew in one hand, bang energy in the other. So I'll be buzzing for Talk you. about money can't buy you class, baby. That's all I got to say about that one. I'm seeing the new Top Gun movie tonight. I'm going to have to pee like six times. <laughs> You're not going to be able to sit still. I actually wow. have a lot of packing to do. So this is probably good. <laughs> oh well, everyone, thank you for listening. Go drink a... Go drink an energy drink if you feel like <laughs> it. I wouldn't recommend the blue Raz flavor. You don't it's like? A little, I'm, it's a little much. Rainbow Unicorn's honestly delicious. Glad to hear it. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. You can follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And until next time, be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Dylan Hafer, Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Rebecca Sousmacat. Editing by Jorge Morales-Pico. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Dylan Hafer and Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a Wildberry Splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.